Hello there. Welcome to On the Roof with Sunny and Tiff for another episode. Uh, today's conversation is somewhat of a pretty serious topic. Uh, and I know and I recognize that and I have to first of all, have a level of awareness around that this might be a trigger for some people and there is no intention to upset anybody by what we're going to be talking about today that I just want to be honest there. Um, but I do know that this is something that has impacted a lot of people's lives and it brings up a lot of emotion for people who may have directly dealt with it. It's happened within their family or friends or close circle. So, what I am bringing to the table today as a conversation is from something that has popped up in the media over the last 48 hours here in Australia. And that is the news of a young man taking his own life. Um, it just so happens that he is the nephew of Dr. Justin Colson, who is a author and a psychologist and a parenting expert. And I have listened to many of his podcast episodes in the past. So I found out about this through his social media post yesterday, and he was sharing the horrible news of what his family was experiencing because his 20 year old nephew had taken his own life the weekend before. It was as in every situation where this happens, where a young or an old or a middle-aged person, I don't care what age they are, anyone who takes their life, I believe is, is really tragic and sad and it has a devastating impact on everyone around them. But when I saw the pictures of his nephew, it got me going back to whenever suicide comes up in my life um, as something that I've you know, heard a story of someone taking their own life. And this boy was 20, so he's young, his whole life ahead of him. He was good looking. He was a really, really good surfer. Like I think it shared in the post that he was nearly pro level surfer. He was, um, you know, had a, a, a good family. Um, he, you know, some of the comments in the post of people that knew him was how much of a lovely guy he was, he was the life of the party, how much fun people had had with him. And just looking at his pictures, like he looked like just a, a guy that, well, I don't know, he just, he ticked all the boxes, I suppose. Like, why would you be so unhappy with your life that you would want to end it? And it got me thinking about that side of it, like why someone with all of those traits, and I suppose what other people would see as I don't understand like he had all of that going for him why but also the purpose of Dr Carlson's post was specifically because he had been sharing the story of what happened with different people over the the week and he kept coming up against this situation where people would go oh I have no words or I don't I don't know what to say I, I can't find the right words to to talk about this and his point was we need to find the words we need to talk about this like people young people are taking their lives so we do need to talk about this and I, I completely agree with that especially when you take into consideration that there's in Australia at the moment there's nine suicides happening every day seven are men which is a mother of three boys 
that hits hard to me. Like that scares the shit out of me. And it's the leading cause of death amongst young people aged between 15 and 24, which again, scares the shit out of me because I have a 16 year old and about to be 15 year old. So it is something we need to talk about, but I'm bringing it to this episode today to have a conversation with Sunny around one, finding the words, like, what does that mean? Like, what are, what are we meant to be talking about when we're told you have to find the words, we need to talk about this. And I also want to just flow into what I can't help but feel we need to go to a place of a little bit deeper now, like this is a pretty serious situation. It's a lot of people are taking their lives and is talking enough, I suppose is my point. Like, are we at a point where, okay, do we need to go a little bit deeper than this? Like talking? Yeah, I all for it. I think it helps a lot, but what if we're truly going to start to understand what is going on here for these young people and anyone who's taking their own lives, do we need to go a little bit deeper and actually look at more of a real root cause? So I don't know, Sunny, how do you feel after seeing the post and being told, I suppose, in the post, we need to find the words. We need to talk about this more. Hmm. I mean, it's so tragic. It's may this young man rest in peace. Um, it's always so, so, so sad when I hear of a suicide and I just always, I, my first thought is sadness that person must be feeling and I hope and I pray and I trust that they don't have that feeling anymore. You know, I just guess I want to say that because I, I can only imagine how difficult it must be to actually do that. So may he rest in peace. Talking, I feel like talking and talking and talking has happened and the conversations that come up after a tragedy happens and it's in the media and people, it's more present in people's conversations. However, the talking doesn't seem to be having the impact that we're wanting at the moment with the suicide rate. And if we think about, you know, teenagers and young people, I mean, I, I think it's, it is a generalisation, but it's also based on, on, on the truth of, you know, teenagers don't, aren't, aren't so comfortable talking and, and sharing how they feel. And maybe the tools and the words and the attempts at getting them to talk isn't, you know, isn't suited to them. So I feel it needs to be way deeper than talking. You said a little bit and I'm just going straight down there, way deeper than talking. <laughs> um, it's, there's just, there's so many layers before the talking that are just missing in our, in the Western culture, in our society today. There is, of course, people don't know what to talk about or how to talk because they're so disconnected from themselves as humans, from their place in, in the world we live in, from, you know, nature, from the world, the planet that we live in. Like if we, I just, I just see that this is the answer. We need to see our place, see ourselves in humanity and be connected to all of those things because when you feel that connectedness 
you then have the words of being able to describe how that feels and then you can just use those words to describe things that may be lacking but it's this connectedness that is missing like it's just it's not even there and yes you know we've all heard it where we're more connected than ever through social media through our phones through the internet we are connected I guess to being able to see things and to kind of get knowledge that goes into our brain we're connected in that sense but the physical energetic cellular you know connection that we need as humans that we need to have a a healthy physical body and a healthy physical mind like we that is pretty much non-existent especially in our young people who spend majority of their time on devices you know or or connecting through through social media or through the internet or through gaming you know it there's, there is a level of connection there, but it's not the, the connection that, I don't know, that I think we need to feel fulfilled as humans or to feel um, to feel connected to ourselves enough to then be able to speak, to then be able to go, ah, oh, okay, these are the words that I could use to describe how I'm feeling. But that base level is missing, I feel. Yeah, I think connection definitely came up in how I was processing this I feel like we're disconnected from us being humans and who we are as an individual human that was definitely something that I was like okay if we're going to go deeper with this what is a bit of the what are some things that I can align with maybe why so connection definitely like I've had two good conversations in the last 24 hours about this specific I suppose issue um, or this event one with my eldest son and one with my husband just earlier. And my husband brought up as well, like connection. He And he said the same words as you, Sonny, like just people being disconnected from nature and the world we live in, like the animals. And like he just rattled off all these different things. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like that is part of the problem here. Like we're just, we're disconnected from a lot of that. I, I can't help but going back to though a sense of purpose and this sense of purpose around not a purpose of my purpose is to be successful in this or my purpose is to be be seen as having achieved this or whatever it might be but when I think of purpose I mean what's my purpose as a human being and what do I mean in the scheme of being a human and I can remember asking someone, you know, what does it mean to be a human to you? And I, I intentionally asked this person because I know they have quite a negative, pessimistic outlook on life. And they're always complaining about and how much they hate their job and how much I think they feel like I'm a bit disconnected from reality because I'm more optimistic and I see what I believe is our purpose of being a human as different to theirs. And, you know, like their response was, I can't remember exactly, but it was along the lines of, I don't know, like, it, you know, we, we grow up, we got to get a job. We've got to pay the bills Tiff. like you just, it's fucking reality. Just that's what it is. Like, that's what it means to be human. Don't you, don't. And they were looking at me like I was crazy because I didn't see it that way. Whereas to me, I'm like, no, no, like that's so far from what it means to be a human. And I feel like there's just too many people and especially young people who, yes, through social media are probably seeing 
what they're being told is this is what your purpose is because this influencer does this or this is what success looks like or this is what it means to have everything you've ever what you should be aiming for and things and they're disconnected from the actual purpose of the role they play by just being a human and the magic they bring to the world by just being themselves and their connection with the planet and their family and their friends and what they have to contribute by just being their true authentic self. And it doesn't matter if that looks different to other people. And I can't help feel like there's people who are sitting there going, oh, well, I don't have any purpose. There's no real, like if I end my life tomorrow, what does it matter? It doesn't, it doesn't matter because I don't, everything's meaningless anyway. And I, yeah, I just can't help but that, like, keep coming back to that for me. And that now that I have become more, I, I am more spiritual. Like, I see a greater purpose and I see um, this greater reason of why we're all here and the magic that we all have to contribute to life. And it doesn't mean that we have to be millionaires and we have to have the version of success that is pumped into us by everyone else Mm. and I really resonate with that too that yeah the purpose piece and I really agree with that and resonate with that however why is that so much more prevalent now you know we I mean that sense of purpose if we think back 50 years ago or 100 years ago, you know, the, the standard of you know, like someone's purpose might have been to uh, go to war or, you know, be a soldier or go into the military or to, um, you know, maybe it wasn't to be a millionaire or to, you know, have this glamorous lifestyle of, of an influencer, but it was still something relative. So every stage in history, there's there's been this relative, I guess, line where people are striving for to to have a sense of purpose so why has that you know of course that that has has changed in what it looks like but why has our suicide rate especially in younger people um you know why is that just growing so rapidly like it is and is it because and this is where I'm going to tie into human design you know the the previous kind of things that a lot of the population did you know was was based around building the world as it is now building cities and the whole industrial revolution and like doing things and having jobs and like doing 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 and working and using their hands and and that kind of thing that world has kind of been created now um and this is just my opinion and my interpretation of, of this but that's what I see linked up to the purpose because yeah those more traditional kind of jobs and those roles or those identities that people would find purpose in has kind of been completed you know for want of a better word so now it's like we're coming into this new new kind of version of of world and society and Um, this is all generalizing but it's like many young people don't identify with the purpose that maybe their parents uh you know have been suggesting or that used to be identifiable I guess even just thinking one or two generations ago um it was like people uh, our young people could relate to that but that divide now is so big and I feel like it's like 
that purpose is kind of that lack of purpose or not that gray I'll say that kind of graying area of purpose is because I feel like we're in this kind of world of adaptation and the world is changing and it's like we don't know how the world's going to look even in five years time so it's like how can I it's like what what our purpose used to be defined as or how it used to look I feel is very different and it's like foggy even for me as an adult I can't imagine being a young person with that kind of outlook I don't know can that can you relate to can you understand what I'm saying yeah yeah and I think you just made me think of suppose that the purpose that maybe older people are trying to push onto the younger people as this is what your purpose should be. And so even if someone said, oh yeah, but you know, I've been trying to talk to my child around purpose and, you know, help them to understand that. Or someone might say, oh, you know, it's talked about in the school system and things, but are we just trying to push the old version of purpose on this new generation who, yeah, you're right. Like they see life and the world completely different to how we do how our parents do and what the version of purpose once was and so yeah I I can definitely that's opened me up to go yeah like purpose I think is only one layer of what I've sort of been going okay like looking at all these different things that could be supporting what is happening almost um purpose is one and it's we've got to get clear around we can't be telling them what their purpose should be we need to be listening to them or observing because like you highlighted sometimes teenagers and especially boys like my eldest son said like just some boys like we just don't want to talk we don't know how to talk and that's just who we are like what we're designed to be a bit and that's a known fact like the difference between men and women is how our brains process things and that women do naturally talk more than men. And so again, are we trying to make men be something they're actually not just for the sake of, oh, well, you need to talk about this. Well, maybe the talking isn't actually the, is what's going to help them find their purpose or help them feel more connected or whatever it might be. And we need to understand that as well. Uh, I mean, I definitely don't, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be encouraging people to talk if they need to talk about something. If there's something they genuinely going, I'd love to find someone to sort of process this with and talk about this with. And I think there's a lot of positive things that come from that, especially for men who maybe are a little bit too afraid to talk to other people but I think we've also got to take on board what even a 16 year old boy has been able to acknowledge and just go we're just different like I might not want to talk to you about everything mum to you about what's going on in my world and I can try and make him all I want and you know make him participate in programs or whatever it might be mm, to try and mm. open him up I think but if it, he doesn't um, want to talk he doesn't want to talk is... <laughs> that's just how it is so you know our lifestyle but more specifically like the time factor, like the time to actually sit and be with one another, our families or our peers to actually feel comfortable enough to like, oh, just be with our body, sit with our body, connect with our body and just listen to our own body and listen for those words if they are there, listen to those feelings and then have the time and the space to actually express them if we desire you know like we our lifestyle does not support having time to connect and even in 
this recent era of um, self-care and, you know, finding time to do things for yourself, still doing things, doing yoga, doing meditation, doing which side note, most of the meditations aren't meditations. They're actually guided visualizations. Like meditation is sitting there in silence. So it's like all of these things that is being suggested by society, society to do to create peace and harmony and slow down your life are actually just adding more things to do and so even you know implementing these things for kids <laughs> I can see you laughing but it's so true it's like you know we're now giving our kids mindfulness activities and it's like they are so freaking busy already like just everyone stop and just have a bit of time to be um yeah. you know I brought up earlier um when Tiffany and I were talking about the Indigenous culture culture in Australia, the Aboriginal culture, and how the young people learn from their elders by observing and by watching. They're not taught a verbal, you know, language of um, talking, you know. It's like, like, yes, I'm not saying they don't talk, but it's like everything is learnt by observing and witnessing and feeling and like engaging in the energy of one another. And that is a feeling-based learning and a feeling-based expression and a feeling-based connection to who we are as humans individually and then how that feels to be around different people and learning and speaking and sharing you know that way so it doesn't all have to be verbal but again it brings me back to well who who is around who is around for our young people to observe to be in the energy of to just sit with a lot of the time that there's no one no you're right there's no one unless it's an activity <laughs> which should i which we say you need to do this to be still or to and so then it's probably being perceived by them as oh this is something i have to do rather than just be and being able to see other humans and specifically the role models of the adults in society is that at the end of the day that's who our children look up to and are learning from every day and it's not just the words we say it's the actions that they see us doing and if they see us running around like freaking crazy people um but then occasionally going oh no remember we've got to do mindfulness now I know as well that this could be quite challenging for some people to actually take on board or listen to because in their minds they've become fixated on the whole, oh, yeah, like we just need to talk more. We need more programs that make boys talk and connect of this and that or um, we need more Are You OK days. Like, Can we just get real for a second? Because we've had a fair amount of that over the last few years and a, a lot of money a lot of time, a lot of energy spent on those specific things. And it's really not, I don't believe, making much of a positive impact. And you know, I was listening to another podcast recently and it's the diary of a CEO, Stephen Bartlett, and he had Sadhguru on. And you know, it was specifically talking about the mental health pandemic coming. And he actually specifically said that he believes that there is a coming suicide pandemic. I mean, how freaking depressing is that and you know and they he talked about how we're wealthier now than we've ever been before or than previous generations anyway but still so unhappy and like you touched on we're more connected so-called connected than we've ever been before is what we get told but yet so many people 
feel disconnected. And that came out in a lot of recent studies and research, especially through COVID and that is that, yes, okay, we've got magical technology that's keeping us all connected and we could still work from home and do Zoom calls. But then why the hell are so many people feeling so lonely um, if it's just connection that is the magical answer? And, you know, he, he brought up some really, I think, valid points that we do need to get real and look at and question and they were around the price we're actually paying for the comfort that we want to live in the real impact that's being had by the greed and the need to always want more and be better sort of mentality um and you know the the price we're paying as well for for not living consciously and being really disconnected to who we are as an individual the real you um and what life actually means versus maybe what we've been conditioned or told life should mean i think that's what i keep coming back to and i've sort of called it purpose i don't know like i know within the indigenous cultures something that i've loved to learn about recently around our aboriginals in australia is they were so spiritual they were really really connected to the they had their own astrology they were connected to the earth, mother nature. They had their own gods and spirits and all of these sorts of things. I just love that. And it, and I really do believe that's sort of what helped them have a sense of purpose is because they were more connected mm. to yep. these things. Um, I just want to really just, I guess, turn this around a little bit and just say like, there is a solution. I believe, I believe there is a very, very simple, easy, free solution. Again, generalizing, but it's literally disconnecting from our phones, disconnecting from our devices, disconnecting from the external world, you know, as much as possible, as often as possible. And like that is, it does not have to be anything bigger or grander than that. And I think as parents, we must do that for our children. It's hard enough as adults to self-regulate that. Like, God, it is really, really hard. And that's a part of parenting. It's by saying, right, everyone, today we're going to have five hours device-free and we're going to go for a walk, bring them down by the creek or go to the beach, drive to the beach. Everyone leave their devices at home. Like one hour, God forbid. Like that is not. That is not hard to do and I know I'm saying that and it probably is really harder because you'll probably drive for the hour to the beach and you'll be having tantruming teenagers and yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, I'm talking about there. there is a solution to this epidemic, to this lifestyle, um, the impacts of the lifestyle that we're living. Like that is the solution. If we go back to, you know, how how previous um how we were previously I don't know I don't necessarily want to go back there but I mean even just what we were saying about the indigenous culture and I'm not saying we want to go back in time or anything like that but it's like it we just need to disconnect from this false sense of who we are from like the unsustainable lifestyle the materialistic the fast-paced like quick fixes of things that make us feel good for you know a split second like we have to disconnect from that and I just I just think that is the answer to you know on a grand scale of of this epidemic 
because and that's something that we all have control over I guess that's why I'm saying I feel it's a simple like easy option because we all have control over that we each single human being has control over how we're what we're how and what we're connected to I love your optimism of a simple solution I'm all for that But there's this part of me that I I think that this has gone, the roots of this issue and why, if you look at things from a cause and effect perspective, the cause of the effect of what ultimately is suicide and what we're dealing with in society with this, it would be amazing if it was just as easy as throw away the phones and disconnect from that. But I can't help but think that it's deeper. And it's got a lot to do with, I think the phones and the technology and the being connected all the time and things like that have contributed majorly to distracting us from what's really important. So yeah, it's obviously it's going to be important to be able to disconnect from that. But if you disconnect from that and you sit there and you still have no freaking idea what you're trying to connect to (laughs) or do or be, or you sit there going, just twitching out the whole time going, geez, I can't wait till mum says we're allowed our phone back. I don't think that's going to fix anything either. It's it's trying to bring us back to understanding what it means to be a human and my husband touched on it as well he's like this is the shit that kids need to be taught at school way before abc's and one two three like and i remember saying this to someone recently around you know the version of success and oh it's amazing that you go through school and you get great grades in year 12 and you go to uni and you get this amazing job and then you kill yourself at 25 was that a success? Was the whole system, the whole process you followed perfectly, was that a success if you got to 25 and went, what the fuck, I'm out, I'm just done, this is not for me? And I, it's not. To me, that's not a version of success. And that's where I think we need to come back to going, okay, what is it that it actually means to be a human? What's what should we be valuing what it should be important to us and that can look different to everybody but i think we're very (laughs) disconnected from what the real answer to that question is at the moment and and i also want to say that this is not to disrespect or shit on the amazing efforts that people are doing with a lot of the different groups that i see in a lot of places around wanting to try and get men to talk more and trying to bring men together. And like, I love the passion that exists there at the moment to try and find a solution for this problem. There's so many people that recognize this is a really serious issue and they're trying their best and they're putting in a lot of hard work and effort to try and contribute to making things better for people and i love that but you know like we can keep doing that as well as also questioning and going okay we're doing a lot of this but we're not really seeing the impact that we would like so what are the next level of questions that we need to start to ask what are the other things that we need to start to see and understand about people humans (laughs) especially individuals who are taking their own lives. What are we missing here? Like, is it just the fact that they didn't have someone to talk to or is it deeper and more complex than that? 
And I can't help but feel in, in my gut and my body that it is more than that. And I feel like we, we will get to that, that place, but we need to have conversations like this as well around what's really going on. Yes, we need to talk more, but I think it's what are we talking about? And we've got to be prepared to, when we're talking, get a bit uncomfortable about shit that's actually real. Hmm. I think, like you said, we're all different and everyone's going to need, everyone will benefit from a bit of this, a bit of that, you know, all of those different things. So, yes, talking, talking to people, talking more, being able to express yourself and release some of that, you know, huge amount of pent up like energy is what some people need. Some people need more time in nature. Some people need, you know, like we, it, it's so different. And, you know, coming back to a, a, the toolbox analogy, which we've discussed before, it's like, yes, the, you know, the are you okay campaigns and campaigns like that, that are encouraging men, young people, you know, everyone to talk and, and express and have the vocabulary to talk about how they're feeling and the confidence and the the safe space to talk. Yes, that is absolutely one very, very, very important part, but there's so many other things that need to be equally as um, campaigned on and, you know, put out there and promoted because there is not, you know, one type of therapy or one one teaching, one learning that's going to, to cover everyone's needs. To me, what's crazy is not being open to other ideas and other solutions and other possible ways of approaching this. To me, it's what's crazy is just keep on doing the same thing that we can see isn't actually changing anything. And I know there's some great Einstein quote around that. I can't remember it right now, but to me, that's the problem. Like we just, we can't be afraid to just question some things and yep, talk about it. But while we're talking and if someone is encouraging us to talk, let's talk about the real stuff as well. And what the real stuff is for you, the individual, like for me, there might be something that's coming up with that. I want to talk about that is unique to me and that's okay. Uh, and maybe sometimes that's why some people don't feel comfortable to talk about things because what they actually want to bring up and talk about is being perceived as, oh, you shouldn't be talking about that. Or that's, you know, that's not how everyone does things or that's not the normal way. So then they just bottle it all up. And I think when we start to become more open to that, we are all different. And like we find with human design all the time, Sunny, like we are all designed to be different. So it's okay that we're all going to be probably wanting to talk about some things differently because that's how we're experiencing life is something different. So, yeah, I think this is, a conversation that could go on for a long time and maybe we'll return to it another day again. But I think it's been a good opportunity for us just to have a chat about something that's quite prominent in the world around us at the moment. And I think as well, there's some things that we've touched on in us sharing. And like we've said with this podcast is this is just us having an open conversation, a real conversation around stuff and 
Sunny and I are both open throats. So sometimes we need to talk to think. So sometimes, yeah, things might come out of our mouths that <laughs> wasn't the perfect way of saying it, but it's what we need to just say in the moment. So I really hope that there's nothing we've said in this episode that can, well, maybe someone might perceive it as we're saying that people who have had loved ones who have committed suicide, this is what you were doing wrong. And this is why it happened. Please no, like that's not the intention here. This has just been a really honest conversation about a very serious topic and between two humans that are just like a lot of people just trying to process this, trying to understand this at a deeper level. And it's, we're not here to pass judgment or blame or shame anyone or anything like that. So, all right. Thank you for listening to this episode and we hope you'll join us for the next one.